Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Consumer Review Report here on Tube City Online Radio in McKeesport, a service of Tube City Online, Tube City Community Media, Inc. This show is heard Sunday at 4 p.m., Tuesday at 6 p.m., and Thursday at 9 a.m. Also, podcasts of these shows are available on wmck.fm slash crr, iTunes, Google, iHeart, Spotify, and Spreaker. So if you miss our regularly scheduled shows during the week, you can always check out our podcasts on those locations. Alrighty then, if you have any suggestions on any products or services you would like to hear on the show, you can email me at consumerreviewreport at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook at Consumer Review Report and on Twitter at CRR in McKeesport. Okay, also if you uh, have any questions or comments on anything that you hear on the show, you can also email me at consumerreviewreport at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook at Consumer Review Report and on Twitter at CRR in McKeesport. Okay, so here we go. Well, big, big announcements. Uh, for Apple's Spring 2021 products happened in April, and all of these products will be available by the end of May. They're uh, coming out different parts of May uh, because there is a lot. We're going to be talking about the new AirTags, um, the iMac, and the, the uh, improvements that were made to that the iPad Pro, the Apple TV 4K streaming box, the Siri TV remote. Yes, they even improved upon that. And uh, Apple Podcasts had some significant changes as well. So we'll be talking about all of that during the show. So um, again, Apple Spring 2021 products were unveiled, revealing one new and some improved existing products to be available in May 2021. The iMac, iPad Pro, Apple TV 4K streaming box, Siri TV remote, and Apple Podcasts had significant improvement upgrades while a new product was introduced, the Apple AirTag. The AirTag, a tracker, is meant to compete with the $35 Tile Pro and the $30 Samsung Smart Tag in finding lost items, such as bags and keys. So, introducing the new AirTags, a lot of has been said about these. Let's look at the features of the AirTag. The AirTag does have Bluetooth connectivity, just like the others do. Uh, with the iPhone and a U1 ultra-wideband chip that can communicate more effectively with the Find My app. Yes, it works with the Find My app on the iPhone. Uh, In the Find My app, you can locate the lost item on a map like you probably typically could with the other two trackers. Here's where it separates itself from the pack. Um, uh, there's a precision tracking feature that will guide you to the lost item if it's nearby. Now, it does this using the iPhone's camera, accelerometer, and 
gyroscope. The distance you are from the item shows up on the iPhone screen accompanied by an arrow that points you in the right direction. An alarm sounds when you are close to the lost item or the phone will vibrate. So again, uh, the distance will show up. Let's say you are 20 feet from the lost item and you still don't see it. There's an arrow that will pop up on the display that will point you in the direction that you should look for your lost item. The distance will get smaller if you're going in the right direction. And then once you're nearby but you still can't see it, the phone will vibrate and or the alarm will sound. So that is how they have installed a precision tracking uh, system on the Find My app. And this is all done through the U1 Ultra Wideband chip. And uh, Apple, now you might be a little bit concerned about privacy, but Apple ensures privacy using this tracking, tracking device um, using the AirTag uh, because it constantly uh, cycles the Bluetooth identifier. And uh, it also utilizes end-to-end -end encryption. So even Apple cannot see the item's location. So there you go. They have the privacy, um, you know, covered, hopefully. And so, you know, it's not like somebody's going to, uh, you know, suddenly your lost item is going to pop up on somebody else's find my app and they're going to find it and say, well, you know, what a windfall. I, I have somebody's purse now. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to happen like that. All right. But here's the downfall. These air tags do not come with hooks or holes, so you can't attach them to key rings or lanyards. Um, so, you know, this is true Apple fashion. Uh, you know, you must buy an extra accessory for this purpose. So it's kind of like a pocket. You put this round tracker in a pocket that has a hook and it snaps. Um, you know, so they make you pay extra for an accessory. Uh, here's the good news though. There are inexpensive third-party accessories available for this tracker. Um, so you could probably get one of those for inexpensive amount of money and not have to pay Apple uh, more money for a item that should already come with those uh, item, uh, those holes or those hooks on them already. Now, here's uh, good news. The batteries, uh, CR2032, can be charged or changed out by the user. So those, you know, uh, round metallic batteries, CR2032s, uh, yes, you are, you can change them. So you don't have to throw away the whole tracker when the battery goes dead. So that's good news. The AirTags are $29 for one and $99 for a four-pack. So uh, why don't we take a listen to audio from a video posted by Verge, and they call it Apple AirTags, the most Apple. All right, and this again was posted by Verge, so let's take a listen. Where is it? I can feel the phone vibrating. All right, finally, finally, 
Finally, Apple has officially announced AirTags. It's this little puck right here, and it's just like a tile tracker for finding your stuff, but with a few Apple-specific differences, because Apple. If you have an iPhone, like this purple iPhone 12 right here, look, it's a, it's a purple iPhone. The AirTags slot right into the Apple ecosystem. And having played around with this for just a couple of hours, I gotta tell you, this is a very Apple-y Apple gadget. Here's why. So the idea behind AirTags is simple enough. This little thing here has Bluetooth low energy and a U1 ultra wideband chip, and it can ring when it's lost. So your iPhone, when you're looking around your house or apartment or whatever, can point a little arrow at it when you're near to it, and then you can make it beep to try and find it. It uses Apple's Find Vine network, which means that any iPhone will be able to locate this thing, but only you can actually see its location because all that information is end-to-end -end encrypted. Not even Apple can see it. Plus, Apple has done some other things to help prevent unwanted tracking, which we're gonna get into in just a little bit. Now, as far as the hardware design goes, I think it's pretty good. It's very small, which I like, but there's no hole here to attach a lanyard or put it on a keychain or whatever. To do that, you have to buy another accessory. So that's one very Apple-y thing about this Apple gadget. Now, Apple sells one here, there's like 29 bucks, or you can get it in leather for 39 bucks, and there's a keychain, or you can get an Hermes one for a lot. Hermes stuff just costs a lot of money. But look, there's already third-party accessories for as little as 13 bucks, and I'm sure even cheaper ones are gonna be coming really soon, but still, just put a hole on it, like right, right there. Anyway, the AirTag itself is 29 bucks for one, or you can get a four pack for 99 bucks. But one really interesting thing is the batteries are user replaceable. They're CR2032. Apple says that they're gonna last about a year, but when they conk out, you can just replace it yourself. That is different from some of the other trackers that are out there that have their batteries built in and non-replaceable. User replaceable batteries on an Apple product in 2021. Who'd have thunk? So those are the basics, but how does it work? Well, it works just like you would expect it to work. You pair it to your iPhone over Bluetooth, just like you do with AirPods. You hold it next to your iPhone and a little window pops up and then you can tap it and the thing pairs and associates with your account. And then you can give it a name and you're off to the races. The AirTag just appears inside your Find My app with all of the other devices. And when you wanna find it, you tap on it and tap the button and you look around for it and there it is. It just works. Bing, bang, boom. Very Apple-y. Okay, so first use case, let's say that you've lost this thing somewhere inside your apartment. You can, first of all, have this thing make a little beep by hitting a button. You can go find it that way. And a really interesting part of this is the speaker is actually the plastic dome. That's what vibrates to make the noise. But say that doesn't work. If your iPhone supports ultra wideband, you can use the find feature and it'll pop up a little arrow on the screen and you can use that to follow it around. When you get close to it, your phone actually starts to vibrate a little bit to let you know you're getting closer. It's just right there, it's really neat. Now, one really Apple-y part of this entire ecosystem is the Find My network. It is nearly a billion devices that support it and any one of them can locate one of these AirTags, but only you can see its actual location because it's all end-to-end -end encrypted. So we're gonna try a little experiment. Viren is gonna take one of these things out and he's gonna hide it somewhere in the city. But he's not gonna take his iPhone or his Apple Watch with him so it won't get the location from that one. 
And then we're just gonna go out and see if somebody else's iPhone somewhere in the city has located this thing and I'm gonna see if I can find it. So, uh, you know, let's try that. Did you gonna... catch the thing I did? The yeah, awesome I... thing? I... No, just... This... No, I... Oh, cool. Yeah. I... Here we go. Okay, I'm on my way to hide Dieter's little air tag. There's one thing that Dieter doesn't know, and that is that I have um, I have gaff tape. So I think I'm just gonna tape the air tag to something that he cannot easily access. Let's see how it goes. Well, friends. A good buddy Viren is somewhere in this city with an AirTag on him, and nobody with an iPhone has seen it. All right, I think I found a good little spot. Right up there somewhere. We'll see if we can get there. I don't know where Viren is. I think that'll work. So I got a notification a minute ago that the tag was located. So I'm walking over to where it was located. Can't see it now. Okay, see that person right over there? That's definitely Dieter and he's walking the wrong direction and he's definitely vlogging. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can find me. My air tag and Viren was spotted by the Find My Network eight minutes ago, somewhere near this address. And I'm hoping that means I'm gonna see him real soon, because I miss him. I miss him a lot. Getting kind of bored here. And all I can think about is food and coffee and deadlines. And now I have to edit the video that you're watching right now in like a couple of hours. It's gonna be a long night. And I still don't have my phone or my watch. Oh, I see him. There he is. Hi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Have you been here the whole time? Yeah, I definitely saw you walk over there and take a look. Yes, I went up that way. Yeah, I saw came that. back. I thought maybe because it requires 14.5 to work that only 14.5 iPhones would see it. Uh, so I was terrified of that. Actually, you still haven't found the thing. Oh, okay. So you gotta go find the thing. Am I, am I, so it's not, it's not on your person? No, it's not on me. Okay, searching for signal, or I'm moving to a different location. 12, nine, to my left. All right, I'm gonna come clean. Should I come clean? Yeah. All right, I knew you were gonna look for it in the ground, so I you brought it on the tree high up. I brought my gaff tape. <laughs> oh my god! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Where is it? It's it's it, come over here. <laughs> you jerk! Come on! You can get up there. Okay, 
Let's talk privacy, which is another very Apple-y thing to talk about. It always builds extra privacy features into its gadgets. First, Apple is frequently cycling the Bluetooth identifier on these little tokens so that they're hard to track by Bluetooth beacons or hackers or whatever. But the really interesting thing it does is it keeps tabs on whether or not an AirTag has been separated from its owner. So here's one way that it works. If the system detects that an AirTag happens to be following along with a location of an iPhone user that isn't the owner of the iPhone, that iPhone will pop up an alert that says AirTag found moving with you. You can tap that alert to see the serial number of the AirTag and it gives you the option to disable the AirTag, which you know is just twisting a little thing in the back here to remove the battery. Bang, it's disabled. Apple also suggests that you could contact law enforcement and law enforcement could work with Apple you know, if it has the appropriate warrant. But since Apple can't see the location of any of these AirTags itself, that's all encrypted, the main thing that it can do is check the serial number and see who it's registered to because every AirTag has to be registered to an Apple user. Now, if you're an Android user, none of this iPhone specific AirTag found moving with you alert stuff is gonna work, but if the AirTag has been separated from its owner and then it starts moving suddenly, it will start beeping. So you're not completely out of luck with these privacy and safety features. All in all, I think this privacy and safety stuff is a really thoughtful system and that kind of applies to AirTags in general. They're small, they work with Apple's ecosystem and they have a lot of complexity in how they work, but all that gets boiled down into something that's hopefully really simple to use. Really, the only non-Apple-y thing here is the fact that the battery is user replaceable, but the rest, let's go through it. Kind of expensive, Apple-y. Annoying that you might need to buy accessories to make it work well, Apple-y. Privacy focused, Apple-y. Really only works well with Apple devices, Apple-y. Nice design overall, Apple-y. Gives itself more features than third-party accessories like Tile are gonna be able to access, very Apple-y. And that's AirTags. It's a very nice Apple-y Apple thing for Apple users and Apple's ecosystem, Apple. Hey everybody, thanks so much for watching. Let me know, do you, uh, do you like AirTags? Do you think you might want a different solution or do you just not care about tracking stuff at all? Let me know down in the comments. And if you're looking for another video, we just did one about glass and how important it is to all communication everywhere right now. So check that out. All right, and just to give you some perspective on where he hid the tracker, he he had taped it up high on a fe like a fence post of some sort. It was a cement fence post, so that's why he had trouble finding it. Also, they sounded a little muffled. They were wearing their masks outside, so that's why they kind of sounded muffled when they were talking to one another. <laughs> so, I guess we all sound like that. It's just something to get used to, I guess. <laughs> All right, so I have another uh, piece of audio from a video that was posted by the Wall Street Journal. And um, they titled this video, Apple AirTag or Drug Detection Dog, Best Way to Find Your Lost Stuff. So let's take a listen and see what, uh, what happened in that contest. AirTag not reachable, move around to connect. Sorry. My left. Oh, wait. Allow me to explain. This is my fanny pack, and attached to it is an Apple AirTag, a new $29 gadget that you attach to items you often lose, so you can find them using your iPhone's Find My app. 
This is Wasabi, a professional detection dog that can sniff out the most hidden of items. And well, I think you can tell where I went with this whole thing. I put this AirTag and other competing lost item trackers like the Tile Pro and Samsung SmartTag up against Wasabi's nose in a series of indoor and outdoor hiding challenges. Because, well, yeah, my dog only moves for bacon. Uh, do anything? And since many have been asking if AirTags could be used as a pet tracker, there you go. We put one on Wasabi for a separate challenge. Of course, Alyssa, Wasabi's owner and professional narcotic canine handler with 3D Canine, was along for the whole ride, ensuring Wasabi was happy, healthy, and hydrated. All right, here we go. Challenge one, fanny pack lost in the house. AirTags and other lost item trackers use low-powered Bluetooth to stay constantly connected up to several hundred feet away. Wasabi's sniff range? It depends on a lot of factors, but about five feet in every direction. For this challenge, we had him sniff out drugs, uh, fake drugs. More specifically, a substance that smells like heroin. Yeah, definitely smells. But is absolutely not heroin. It's used in canine training. Instead of using my nose, I used my ears for this challenge. When you're in range of an air tag, you can press on this button in the Find My app to sound an alarm on the tracker itself. So I had my producer, Kenny, here hide the fanny pack someplace inside my townhouse. Then I'm gonna wrap it. You can't hear the dangles. Of course, Wasabi found the fanny pack in one minute and 20 seconds. Yeah. Yep. Hey. Yeah. Me and the air tags? Okay. Not so quick. I knew it wasn't on the basement floor because... Don't hear anything in here. When I hit the second floor, Apple's precision finding feature came in super handy. It says connected, but the signal's weak, so it's not in this area, but I hear the sound. Tap find nearby in the app, and it uses ultra-wideband technology, which is more precise than Bluetooth in very close distances. If you're within a couple of feet of the item and you have an iPhone with ultra-wideband, the iPhone 11 and up, it can guide you to the item with on-screen directions. Fanny pack may be on a different level than you, unless it thinks it's upstairs in this area. And so... What? Bathroom? Nearby here. Whoa, I found it! Got it. I also tested the Samsung and the Tile in the same location. The Samsung and the Tile's alarms were louder, and I could hear them clearer from the second floor. But they lack ultra-wideband, so no detailed on-screen instructions about the direction of the object. The winner? Obviously. Challenge two, fanny pack lost outside. The planter, and you can't see it from the street. All the tracker's apps show the location of where your phone and the tracker were last connected. In this case, where I had the fanny pack last, standing on this street corner. But Apple's Find My network goes a bit further. Anyone's iPhone in the real world can report the location of an AirTag. Think of it as an invisible network. Whenever an iPhone passes the AirTag, it anonymously and unknowingly picks up that Bluetooth signal and the location of where it picked it up. The owner of the AirTag can then see the location in the Find My app. 
Tile and Samsung have similar networks, but in this case, it's likely that no one with a participating Samsung phone or the Tile app on their phone walked by. But a billion active iPhones in the world is a big AirTag selling point. The Find My app says that it is on the corner of Newark over there. Tile has no idea where it is. But once that Find My app led us into that 10 to 15 foot range, Wasabi took off. All right, so if I'm standing over here, it's on the corner over here. No! No! Damn you! Yeah. You wouldn't have known it was over here, Wasabi, if it wasn't for me. Winner, AirTags and Wasabi. Challenge three, dog lost. All right, go anywhere within 10 mile radius. Turn your phone on airplane mode and wait there. Before sending them off, I equipped Wasabi with two trackers, an AirTag and the Whistle Go Explorer, a real pet tracker. With the Whistle, I had a live GPS view of where they were headed. The device connects to AT&T's cellular network, which is why in addition to the $150 device, you have to pay a subscription fee. And it says that Wasabi is currently on Freedom Way. If you zoom out, that seems to be Liberty State Park. Turn left onto Freedom Way. With the AirTag, it was similar to the oh. lost fanny pack on the street. I had to wait until someone with an iPhone came into contact with the AirTag at the park to see the location. Wasabi! Ah, I see Wasabi over there. Are you so impressed that I found you? The winner? The whistle. Though the AirTags held their own. Plus, the whistle drops battery quick. The AirTags have replaceable batteries that are said to last up to a year. So what do we learn here today? Well, that everyone should get a Wasabi. But really, AirTags are very good. The loss mode feature needs improvement. It sucks that you have to buy an accessory to make sure you don't lose the actual AirTag. And despite Apple's anti-stalking features, I have fears about these being used secretly to track people. But if you often lose things, the only other real option is to, well, not lose them. Guys, I gotta get a real dog. I love you, browser. I love you. Okay, so that was a pretty interesting uh, uh, audio from that video because, you know, you can actually see how the AirTag performs against other um, uh, others of, of its caliber. So that was pretty interesting. All right, so I think we've done enough on the AirTags. I just wanted to give it time because um, they are new and uh, how they compare to others in its category is uh, pretty interesting. All right, so next uh, we'll be going on to the other things. So for a quick synopsis of the rest of the products, uh, here is audio from a video from the Wall Street Journal again. So they have um, iPad Pro, Apple TV 4K, AirTags, M1 iMac, Apple's spring event lineup, and it's, um, it's a short synopsis. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that. This isn't just an upgrade, it's a breakthrough. A new iMac with an M1 chip redesigned for the first time in years? Check. New iPad Pro with stuff that Apple's really excited about? Check. A $29 tracker that can help you find your lost bag or keys? Check again. New Apple TV remote that isn't horrible? Seems like it. Check. 
A new purple iPhone for someone? Check. Update to Apple's greatest product ever? Ted Lasso? Check. He'll be back in July. Okay, it was a pretty packed Apple product infomercial. There has never been a more exciting time for the Mac. I mean, Apple's spring virtual event. I watched it all comfortably from right here, which means I haven't actually touched these products in a room full of tech journalists, a practice I hope never returns post-pandemic. Still, I've got lots of thoughts on this new stuff. Let's break it all down from smallest product to largest. Number one, AirTags. No, these aren't Mentos. Here's how Apple's new lost item trackers work. You attach these to things you often lose. Keys, wallet, I don't know, your stuffed bunny. Then they use Bluetooth and ultra-wideband technology to report to your iPhone. So if you can't find them, you open the Find My app on your iPhone and see if they're plotted on the map. A feature called precision tracking will guide you to the object if it's in close proximity. Guiding you right to your AirTag. And if you can't see it, you can sound an alarm so you can hear it. This is an entirely new product category for Apple, but it's not an entirely new idea. Companies like Tile have made very similar devices. AirTags will be available for $29 on April 30th. Engraving is free. Number two, Apple TV 4K. There's only one super exciting thing about this if you've had an older Apple TV. It has a new remote that doesn't completely suck. We completely redesigned it with new functionality and controls. The new Siri remote is bigger and gets rid of that frustrating touchpad. And you can tell which way is up and which way is down. The actual Apple TV that you hook up to your TV looks the same, but it promises better HDR playback with a new A12 Bionic chip. But honestly, this Apple TV is a hard sell for anyone looking for a connected streaming device. Boxes from Roku and Amazon cost far less. The new Apple TV starts at $179. The new Siri remote is sold separately for $59. And then there's the iPad Pro, for those who consider themselves pros. And by that, I mean someone who has no problem spending over $800 on a tablet, which still doesn't include the $119 pencil or the base $179 keyboard folio. The upgrades here are all about speed. Apple's put the M1 chip in both of those. That's the same chip that's in the new Macs. Yeah, Apple went super dramatic about it for some reason. Both also have faster Thunderbolt USB-C ports and are available with 5G. For the larger 12.9-inch model, the big news was its fancy Liquid Retina XDR display, which Apple says, This is a display you have to see to believe. I cannot see it for myself right now, Apple. I just cannot. The coolest new iPad Pro feature is called Center Stage. When you're video calling, the ultra-wide front camera will pan to you in the frame and widen if someone else jumps in. Okay, it's a trick already done on Facebook's portal and other devices. What we didn't get? A new iPad Mini. Yes, people still like the iPad Mini, like my editor and my colleague, who are crying mini tears right now. The new 11-inch iPad Pro starts at $799, the 12.9-inch at $1099, as in $1,099. Both will ship in the second half of May. Finally, the product I'm most excited about here, a new 24-inch iMac. Apple's lower-end desktop hasn't had a new look since 2012, but now it has an entirely new design and comes with your choice of seven colors. Plus, it also gets the new M1 chip, which allows it to be so thin. The 24-inch screen has a 4.5K Retina display, and the webcam has been updated with a better sensor. It's the best camera we've ever put in a Mac. Yeah, well, the bar is pretty low for that Apple since this is the footage from the new MacBook Pro. The new iMac has a keyboard upgrade option with a built-in Touch ID fingerprint sensor. 
and the Magic Mouse comes in matching colors. So many colors, it's like lots of colors. The iMac will start at $12.99 and will also ship in the second half of May. We'll have reviews of these in the coming weeks. In the meantime, I'll be here trying to approximate the size of AirTags with candies. Can I switch this out somewhere? I actually don't like Mentos. All right, so that's a synopsis of uh, all the Apple products. So let me get a little bit more detailed. Here is the improved 24-inch iMac. The iMac had significant upgrades that bear mentioning. Uh, it now has the M1 chip that provides an 8-core CPU, which equals more speed, and a thinner iMac measuring 11 millimeters with a 24-inch display. The display is a 4.5K Retina display with 11.3 million pixels. The purpose of the Retina display is to make the images extremely crisp without the pixels being visible to the naked eye or from a distance. Now there's six speakers that are capable of providing spatial audio. The webcam is updated with a better sensor. There is a magnetic power cord connection and the ethernet plugs directly into the power adapter. Three Magic Keyboard choices are available with the iMac. You have a Magic Keyboard with Emoji, Spotlight, Dictation, Do Not Disturb, and Lock Keys. You have another Magic Keyboard that uh, is available with a Touch ID fingerprint sensor. And then you have a third choice, a Magic Keyboard with a Touch ID fingerprint sensor and a numeric keypad. Now all keyboards and mice come in matching colors. Here are the iMac purchase options. For $12.99, that's $1,299, here's what you get. 8-core CPU, 7-core GPU, 8GB unified memory, 250GB SSD, 2 Thunderbolt ports, Magic Keyboard, and it comes in 4 colors. Now for $1,499, $1,499, you'll get 8-core CPU, 8-core GPU, 8GB of uh, unified memory, 256 gigabytes SSD, two Thunderbolt ports, and two USB-A ports that support USB 2 and 3 devices. Um, you also get a Magic Keyboard with Touch ID and Ethernet, and this one comes in seven colors. So you have two choices there. All right, so let's move on to the iPad Pro. Here's the significant upgrades. And you've heard a little bit about those through the Wall Street Journal audio. The iPad Pro also houses the M1 chip that provides an 8-core CPU for faster speed. The display is a liquid retina XDR display with 1,000 nits of full-screen brightness, 1,600 nits of peak brightness, and 1 million to 1 contrast ratio. The higher the number of nits, the brighter the display. Now, the 12MP ultra-wide camera has a 122-degree field of view and a sensor. Now, these features are important because they support a video calling feature called Center Stage. Center Stage allows the camera to recognize and keep the person in the center of the view. As the person moves around, the camera pans to keep the person in the shot. 
When others join in the shot, it recognizes them and zooms out to fit everyone. Other notable features of the iPad Pro are that it has four speakers, all-day battery life, two terabytes of storage capability, and is available in 5G or millimeter wave, a high-frequency version of 5G. Also, a Thunderbolt USB-C port supports up to USB 4 devices, and the iPad Pro supports the latest PlayStation and Xbox controllers, which I didn't even know that was possible, but so I, I guess it is. I mean, I use Android stuff, so I don't know if any Samsung uh, uh, pads support any kind of controllers. I never even thought that was possible. So that, that to me is uh, pretty funny. So if you want the 11-inch iPad, you'll be paying $799. And for the 12.9-inch, $1,099. For accessories like the pencil and keyboard folio, the pencil is $119 and the keyboard folio is $179. Now, let's not forget the Apple TV 4K streaming box. The streaming box contains the A12 Bionic chip, which significantly improves graphical performance. It plays in high dynamic range, HDR, with a high frame rate. Now, there is a color balance feature that works with the iPhone and its advanced sensors to improve picture quality. The iPhone camera and proximity sensor guide the phone to a screen target on the TV display. Color measurements start automatically using the iPhone's light sensor to compare color balance to the industry standard specifications used by cinematographers. So I thought that was pretty interesting that you can do that without having to play with buttons and you know, adjusting up and down to uh, try to get the picture that you are pleased with. So this box box is expensive at $179 for a 32 gigabyte and $199 for a 64 gigabyte when there are other less expensive boxes for streaming. All right, so let's move on to the Siri remote from Ugly Duckling to Swan. According to the Wall Street Journal, the old Siri remotes had a lot to be desired. The complaints about the old remotes were that the touchpad was frustrating and you couldn't tell which was up or down on the remote itself. So Apple revamped the remote. It now has a brand new touch-enabled click pad with five-way navigation. The outer ring can be swiped in a circular motion as a jog controller, sort of like a joystick. So I thought that was pretty interesting. The new Siri remote is $59. Now, is anything new with the iPhone? Not really. The iPhone 12 just came out, I think, last year in 2020. The only thing that they keep mentioning about the iPhone 12 is it is now available in the color purple. I'm sure everybody is pleased with that, but that's about it for anything related to iPhone. The other uh, product that they tried to make some upgrades to was um, podcasts. 
Uh, Apple has newly designed the podcast app. They are introducing channels and podcast subscriptions into the app. And the subscriptions unlock new content as well as access to ad-free listening. So that's what's new with the Apple Podcasts. Now, whether or not people will be happy about having to pay subscription to listen to certain things, mm, I guess that will remain to be seen. So here is some audio from a video posted by The Verge. It's called Apple Spring 2021 Event in 11 Minutes. And it pretty much goes over what I just went over, but in case you did not catch that or you wanted to listen to something in more detail, take a listen to this. Hello and welcome back to Apple Park for our first event of 2021. Now let's talk about Apple Podcasts. This starts with a newly designed Apple Podcasts app. Every show and episode has a beautiful new page. We're also introducing channels to help you find new shows from your favorite creators. We're also introducing Apple Podcast subscriptions, which enables you to unlock new content as well as additional benefits like ad-free listening. Apple Podcast subscriptions launches in 170 regions and countries next month. Now let's turn to iPhone. We're so excited to introduce a new gorgeous purple. It looks stunning with the precision milled back glass and new design. Purple joins the iPhone 12 lineup for pre-order this Friday, and it will be available on April 30th. One of the most helpful features we pioneered is finding your iPhone through Find My. Today, we're adding to this growing ecosystem with a new iPhone accessory that makes finding things even easier. AirTag uses the Find My network so iPhone can help you keep track of and find your things. You can personalize your AirTag to make it your own. AirTag is easy to use by itself or with beautiful accessories we've designed. You can keep track of your AirTag right in the Find My app. Any iPhone with our U1 chip, like iPhone 12, uses helpful overlays to guide you directly to a lost item when it's nearby. We call this precision finding. As you move, Precision Finding uses our U1 chip to get the precise distance to your AirTag. iPhone fuses that data with input from the camera, accelerometer, and gyroscope to give you visual, haptic, and audible feedback, guiding you right to your AirTag. With the Find My Network, everyone can participate without sharing their location to anyone, including Apple. AirTag is just $29. And because you likely have more than one important item in your life, a four-pack is just $99. Orders start this Friday, and AirTag will be available April 30th. What makes Apple TV truly unique is its deep integration of Apple hardware, software, and services. Apple TV 4K is now built with the A12 Bionic. And with the A12 Bionic, the new Apple TV 4K can now play HDR in high frame rate. We've enhanced AirPlay to support high frame rate HDR. With our new color balance feature, Apple TV will work with your iPhone and its advanced sensors to improve your TV's picture quality. Your iPhone uses its camera and proximity sensor to guide you to an on-screen target. Color measurements start automatically. Apple TV uses the light sensor in your iPhone to compare your TV's color balance to the industry standard specifications used by cinematographers worldwide. So you'll now see much more accurate color without you ever having to adjust your TV. Of course, the way you interact with Apple TV is with the Siri remote. So this year, we completely redesigned it with new functionality and controls. It starts with a new one-piece aluminum design that fits perfectly in your hand. 
We also have a brand new click pad with five-way navigation for better accuracy, and the entire click pad is touch enabled, preserving the fast directional swipes users love. And we did something pretty cool with the outer ring. We've given it a new circular gesture that turns it into a jaw control. It now has a power button that controls your TV's power and another for mute. And we've moved the Siri button to the side. It'll be available for $179 with 32 gigabytes or $199 with double the storage capacity. You can order them on April 30th and they'll be available in the second half of May. M1 has been a gigantic leap forward for the Mac. We're thrilled to introduce a Mac that has been built from the ground up around M1. The all new, completely redesigned iMac is more personal, more powerful, and more capable than ever. With a spectrum of vibrant colors, with a single sheet of glass covering the entire surface. Now, with the system on a chip architecture of M1, the bulky thermal system is replaced by just two small fans. This keeps the system cool while running exceptionally quiet. The result is a design that's much more compact and just 11.5 millimeters thin. So on the new iMac, we made the display an expansive 24 inches, and it has nearly 11.3 million pixels in its 4.5K retina display, plus 500 nits of brightness. Every image is brilliant and vivid. It also has True Tone, which automatically adjusts the color temperature as your environment changes, and it has a coating with industry-leading low reflectivity for greater comfort and readability iMac now has a 1080p FaceTime HD camera. And to complement the camera, we gave iMac a studio quality three microwave. To create big, room-filling sound, speakers need to displace a lot of air. The result is a six-speaker system that produces a massive soundstage with strong, articulate bass and crystal clear mids and highs. All of these speaker innovations, coupled with advanced algorithms, enable iMac to support spatial audio when playing video with Dolby Atmos. It has up to four USB-C ports, including two Thunderbolt ports for super fast data transfer and support for up to a 6K display, like the Pro Display XDR. And we created a new power connector that attaches magnetically, so it's quick and easy to connect. It has a two meter color match woven cable that leads to a small power adapter, which can be placed on the floor behind your desk. And for Ethernet, check out this cool innovation. It connects to the adapter and runs through the power cable to keep your desktop less cluttered. You can choose from three types of keyboards with gorgeous aluminum enclosures, color matched to iMac. First, there's a magic keyboard with new emoji, spotlight, dictation, and do not disturb keys. And a lock key to instantly lock iMac. Next, there's a magic keyboard with an exciting new feature, Touch ID which comes to the Mac desktop for the first time. And Touch ID also works with fast user switching, so you can change to a different user profile with just the touch of a finger. And there's a magic keyboard with Touch ID and a numeric keypad too. Magic Mouse, loved by iMac users, now features color-matched aluminum. And Magic Trackpad, still by far the industry's best, has a refined shape to match the new keyboard. When it comes to CPU performance, in apps like Xcode, Lightroom, and iMovie, iMac is up to 85% faster. And when it comes to GPU performance, for certain apps like Affinity Photo and Photoshop, iMac is up to two times faster than the previous models. And it's even up to 50% faster than the most powerful discrete graphics in the fastest 21 and a half inch iMac. It starts at just $12.99 in four colors. And at $14.99, iMac comes in seven colors with these additional features. You can order the new iMac starting April 30th.
and it will be available in the second half of May. You are going to love the combination of M1 and macOS on the new iMac. The M1 chip is not just in the Mac, it's now in iPad Pro. The next level performance that M1 unlocks on iPad Pro starts with its powerful CPU. Built around the world's fastest CPU core in low power silicon, the eight core design of M1 delivers a whopping 50% jump over the industry leading performance of the previous iPad Pro. The eight core GPU is in a class of its own, delivering up to 40% faster graphics performance. This raw performance, along with the ProMotion display, four speakers, and now support for the latest PlayStation or Xbox game controllers with haptics makes playing games on iPad Pro insanely fun. But it's bigger than that because powerful custom technologies like our latest 16-core Apple Neural Engine, advanced image signal processor, and unified high bandwidth memory architecture make iPad Pro more capable than ever. And the industry-leading power efficiency of M1 enables all of that amazing performance along with all-day battery life in the incredibly thin and light design of iPad Pro. And for our most demanding users, a new two terabyte configuration gives you enormous storage capacity. The USB-C port already supports super fast data transfers. And now we're adding Thunderbolt with USB 4 support as well. We've added 5G to iPad Pro. In the US, iPad Pro also supports millimeter wave, the high frequency version of 5G. And with this model, iPad Pro can reach up to four gigabits per second peak download speeds in ideal conditions. Customers love taking stunning photos and videos on their iPad. And with the more powerful ISP and M1, we get Smart HDR3, where the ISP and the Neural Engine work together to adjust color, contrast, and noise in distinct parts of a photo. And in low light conditions, the ISP and LiDAR scanner quickly and accurately focus images and videos. So in the new iPad Pro, we're going to take a huge step forward by updating the TrueDef camera system to include an all new ultra wide camera designed specifically for iPad. It features a new 12 megapixel sensor with 122 degree field of view, which enables something really cool. And we call it center stage. Center Stage uses the new ultra-wide camera and machine learning to recognize and keep you in the center of the view. What's amazing is as you move around, it automatically pans to keep you in the shot, and that's not all. When others join in, it recognizes them too and zooms out to fit everyone into the view. We're bringing the stunning front-of-screen performance of our Pro Display XDR to our 12.9-inch iPad Pro. This is the new Liquid Retina XDR display and it delivers 1,000 nits of full screen brightness, a breathtaking 1,600 nits of peak brightness, and a phenomenal 1 million to 1 contrast ratio, just like Pro Display XDR. The 11-inch iPad Pro still starts at just 799, and the 12.9-inch model adds the stunning Liquid Retina XDR display for just 1099, an incredible value for such an incredible device. You can order iPad Pro starting April 30th, and it'll be available in the second half of May. At Apple, we continue to be committed to making an impact in people's lives. And we can't wait to get these new products into your hands and see all of the amazing things you'll do with them. Thank you for being with us today. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Have a great day. Okay, so I hope that has educated you on the new 
products of uh, spring of 2021 of Apple products. And that was Apple Spring 2021 events in 11 minutes posted by The Verge. So if you want to hear any other videos uh, or audio from them, you can uh, look them up on YouTube. That's where I get the videos uh, to learn a little bit about all what's going on. Now, myself, I am an Android user, and I will continue to be an Android user only because I can't afford to be an Apple user. <laughs> I really can't. These are pretty high uh, prices for what I use this stuff for. I mean, if you uh, really are into uh, professional use of, you know, your iPad Pro or your iMac, and I could see how all this, um, these bells and whistles would help you out, but, I, you know, I like to play a game once in a while or just use it for email. I, I don't really need all these bells and whistles for the price uh, that these are in. So, you know, to each their own, I suppose. All right. So, if you have any questions or comments on anything you've heard on the show today, you can email me at consumerreviewreport at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook at Consumer Review Report and on Twitter at CRRN McKeesport. Also, if you have any ideas on any products or services you would like to hear about, and that you heard that there was some product announcement from this or that or anything that you enjoy, like cooking equipment or technology, anything like that, you can email me at consumerreviewreport at gmail.com. And I'd be glad to do some research and find out a little bit about your favorite product or service. I'm also on Facebook at Consumer Review Report and on Twitter at CRR in McKeesport. So, anything Apple related. If you are an Apple user and you have questions and comments on it, again, feel free to email me at ConsumerReviewReport at gmail.com. Also, any ideas or about any products or services, again, email me and I'll be glad to talk about it on the show. So, this is the Consumer Review Report on Tube City Online Radio, a service of Tube City Online, Tube City Community Media, Inc. Now, as you've heard, this show is heard on Sunday at 4 p.m., Tuesday at 6 p.m. and Thursday at 9 a.m. on Tube City Online Radio. But if you happen to miss our regularly scheduled shows, that is on Sunday at 4 p.m., Tuesday at 6 p.m. and Thursday at 9 a.m. on Tube City Online Radio, we have podcasts of these shows, and they are available on wmck.fm slash crr, iTunes, Google, iHeart, Spotify, and Spreaker. So, I'm Diane Rebecca, wishing everyone a safe and good week. <laughs>